0: Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game Podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host Susan McBay, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleeves. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now let's get started. Okay, hey, on today's episode, we're talking all about the key to closing deals faster. Now I'm going to tell you after having closed, gosh hundreds, thousands, maybe tens of thousands of deals over my lifetime as a career salesperson and a career sales leader, I have had my hand in, gosh, on average, let's say 20 deals uh, a week easily, and then multiply that out by my my team sales volumes. Um, And I know that the main thing that's going to hold you back from closing are a a few critical pieces. Now, there's, a mo- there's more layers to this, definitely, but I want to keep this as simple as possible today because I don't want you to get so bogged down in the details that you simply don't act because if you know me at all and if you've been listening for a while, you know this podcast is all about action, execution, implementation so that you, my friend, can see results. So, let's dive into today's episode. So, closing. What the heck does that even mean? Well, closing just simply means getting more yeses. And when we think about the things that frustrate us the most, it's really about that lag time, right? Like from the time that somebody is interested in, in your products or services or your programs or working with you to then having them say yes there is a natural drop-off, but there's also a natural sales cycle, meaning that there's a timeline attached to what makes the most sense for your business. Now, I'm not going to say that every single business needs to be able to close within a two-week window. That is not always accurate or complete for the businesses that I work with, If you, and it really depends on how you track this. So. First thing, if you're not tracking from when somebody comes into your ecosystem to when they actually make a purchase from you, that is the very first thing that I need you to, to be able to track. Now, it can get more complicated, especially if you are dealing in the online space where people may be coming in through different channels, different ways. Um, but try your best. Okay, Try your best as, as best as you can to figure out From the time that somebody says, I am interested in what you have to offer, I know that you can help me, to the time that they make a purchase from you, could you map that out and have an idea of what that timeline looks like? Because if you don't know what the current status quo is around your timeline... Uh, me giving you this information around how to close deals faster is really going to be irrelevant (laughs) because you won't even know what that means to you, right? So when I had uh, one of my clients that I was consulting with last year um, has a sales team and when I did an audit on her process and I said, so where are we tracking from? Uh, When do we actually track the sales cycle? Is it from when we get the lead, uh, and, a, you know, an, an interest or an inquiry a request for a proposal has come in through the website? Is it from the actual time that a proposal is sent out? Is it from the discovery call to when that closes? What triggers this? And, They were using all kinds of different methods. And so as long as you have a standardization for yourself, there is no right or wrong. It's just simply how your business tracks things. There are definitely some guidelines that I can provide, but again, it's going to depend on your business. For that particular client, we wanted to track from the time that they had a serious inquiry. Somebody had said, I I need this, whether it was from us as sales folks doing proactive outreach, directly sending either a cold email, a message, a cold call, uh, some kind of uh, reach out to say, do you need our services? And for them to respond and say, yes, I'm interested, let's engage in some kind of communication or conversation, that would be the starting point. And certainly if they sent in an email, either directly to the inbox, or through their web form on their website, that would immediately trigger the starting point Of that sales cycle as well. When we looked at it, it averaged about two weeks, which I'm going to tell you is pretty darn fast. So what is it for your business? Then let's get into the crux of what we're talking about today, because that was like, that's kind of pre-work. I need you to have an idea of How long does it take for your deals to close? Because if it takes you a three-month sales cycle or a six-month sales cycle or even longer, which is very, very common in a lot of industries, then you need to make sure that your sales pipeline matches up or you're not going to have the level of sales coming through the door when you need them to come through the door. And more importantly, to close when you need them to close. So There are three main things that I'm gonna talk about in this particular episode. In order to help you to close deals faster. Now, you may have heard some of these, but you may have ignored them. I'm gonna tell you right now, as times get tougher in terms of uh, budgets get squeezed, people are looking at specific line items, people are being more discerning whether they are consumers or businesses, it is going to be even more critical that you actually use your sales skills. In times past, when times are good and money is flush, people are more apt to say yes. It's easier for them to go, yeah, sure, without asking a lot of questions, without wanting a lot of details, even for people who are more detail-oriented. Now, across the board, when times get tougher, and I have survived many a recession and many a downturn in the economy over my 20-plus years now in business, and that's why I can say this in full faith, knowing the patterns of behavior that I have already gone through, helping people on the money side. I've been in finance uh, primarily for most of my life. And so what I want you to think about right now is that If you have not had to really sell before, either because you had a a referral based business or you got, um, you just had a lot of leads and you did a lot of partnerships that it really wasn't as, as hard for you to sell. Like you just, you, you got more yeses and you had a wait list or you had a lot of people that were interested. You really didn't have to, to do much to it that right now you will have to do more you will be called upon to do more. And that's one of the reasons why you are here listening to me today. And so let's break this down into the three main pieces. Number one is the most important, and that is your preparation. The more prep that you put in, the faster you will close the deal because nobody wants to repeat themselves. Nobody wants to feel like you didn't put in the work. Nobody wants to feel like they have sold themselves to you. Does that make sense? Like They want to make sure that if you want the deal, if you want my money, if you want my relationship, if you want my business, then you better do the work. And that shows up in your preparation. It shows up in you doing the the research that's required, taking the time to understand their industry, their business, their customers, their pain points, what potentially you could be helping them with. And if you don't take the time to do that, you're going to miss out right? Even if they are a referral. So I want to share with you an example. Um, A a client, well, a friend of mine had sent me a client a while back, and I did not do my research. Okay, I know better. But again, like I shared with you, when you're used to not having to sell, and you know, somebody has already done most of the selling for you, you're not going to necessarily, you get lazy, I got lazy. And at the end of the day, she was an amazing client, but I did not do my due diligence. And so as a result, I spent a lot of time with this woman on the call asking questions because I couldn't make heads or tails of what I did find, right? And I could have asked this in advance of of our call, our communication, but I didn't. And at the end of the day, we didn't end up working together. Now, it wasn't a good fit, but when I look back at the holes of what I didn't do as well, it was this preparation piece. Now, I recently had a situation where a different friend of mine sent me a referral and I remembered my mistake and I, I don't like to repeat myself. I am a good student, even for my own self. And I took the time to really do the research, to take a look at all the information that I had to clarify, to go back and, and see what else am I missing here? And as a result, the conversation went so much smoother it closed very very quickly and i knew within about 10 minutes of having had the conversation with her that yes it would be a good fit yes she would be a yes and that the the investment would be not an issue at all and we a- ended up saying yes to a vip intensive session now that would not have happened if i did not do the work in the preparation and i think too often we get cocky as business owners thinking well if they need my help they need me more than they than i need them and yes to a degree that is true. But you also have to do the work. You also have to show up for them prepared. And if you don't, don't be surprised if they go with the person that's better prepared. Okay, so I can't overemphasize enough how important it is That you are prepared and part of this is you know doing research but also asking questions and making sure that they provide you with information that you need in order to be able to create your presentations be able to have a meaningful dialogue and actually get on the sales call with confidence and being able to position yourself as the expert knowing exactly what's going on so that you can completely um, move forward and validate with the information that you're going to then share with them on the call number two The key to closing deals faster is to focus on pain points. Now, I'm going to pause here because I know that if you're listening right now, you're going, oh, like that makes me feel uncomfortable because I don't like making people feel bad. I get it. I totally understand because as a solution oriented person, as a servant leader, you are focused on serving. You're focused on helping. You're focused on giving. And that is the opposite problems that is the opposite of pain and yet at the same time if people don't have pain if they don't have a problem to solve they are not going to go searching for you which means that you can't close a deal (laughs) so your job is to make sure that they actually have a pain point and a problem that you solve, and that it is bad enough that they are willing to move forward now so this is where that uh, urgency factor comes in and really prioritization around out of all of the things that are going on in their life or business, health, wealth, relationship, whatever that you help them with, that it is now, the time is now, and that it is something that is so bad that they want your help with. And if that's not the case, that's totally okay, but chances are, if that part's a no, you will not close the deal, and you will not close the deal today, my friend. It may be down the road. And that's going to drag on, and that's totally fine. But I would rather that you know and understand that rather than sitting on this with a hope and a prayer, wondering that, oh my gosh, this was supposed to close and it hasn't, because that is a terrible feeling. You're being kind of uh, uh, have that dangling carrot held in front of your nose that you can just barely grasp out of reach. That is very frustrating, especially if you are counting on that client. You want to work with them and perhaps you um, are, are needing to work with them in your business. Make sense? So that's number two. The key to closing deals faster is to make sure that you understand the pain points and that they have to be severe enough, big enough, that somebody is going to take action and do it sooner rather than later. Without that, and I want you to understand that the bigger the problem, the bigger the price point, usually, but not always, If there's that urgency and scarcity around it and that it's so severe that somebody needs that help now it will help shorten the sales cycle for that offer for that client and the third part is follow-up and i know that you've probably seen those memes right and it's probably uh you rolled your eyes you're like oh i know the fortunes in the follow-up she's gonna say it again I did just say it again, my friend. (laughs) The whole purpose of this is that people are busy. And oftentimes we have the best intentions and we forget, something else comes up. And it's really easy to be let off the hook if you let them off the hook. And so the important thing here is that if you have done the preparation, if you know that the pain point is important and there's a whole process, right? Like if you need a whole sales process, especially if you are doing sales calls or discovery calls, I'm going to invite you to go and check out the waitlist for my uh, signature sales program, Sell With More Ease, because I actually break this all down for you in terms of how to qualify your leads, how to actually handle and conduct the sales conversation with ease. Manage those objections and then properly do follow up so that they actually will move the conversation forward. But even without my structure, you can do this. You can do this knowing what you know and doing what you do. It just may take longer. But please don't skip the follow up. You have to do the follow up. So look below if you want to join the waitlist. It's susanmcmay.com forward slash S W M E waitlist. For the next time the door is open, you're going to get, be the, the first to, to know and probably get some extra training in between uh, while we're waiting for the doors to uh, to reopen. So follow-up is really important because if you've already done the preparation, if you have taken the time to really make sure and confirm that the pain points are in fact critical, important, and urgent, then If somebody needs more time, either because there's other decision makers or something needs to happen or you need something to happen, right? Like you've given them homework and they actually need to prove that they are ready to work with you, then you have to follow up. You have to give them an opportunity to show up and make that final decision so that you can move forward. The worst thing as a sales person, as a business owner that does sales in your business is to hear maybe or to not know what the answer is. You need to know where you stand. It's just like when you're dating somebody. You don't wanna know like, are we in, are we out? Do you like me, do you not like me? Are we going on a date or what's happening? That causes a lot of mental strain, hassle, headache and wasted time wondering. And we don't want you to wonder either in your business. We want you to know the answer. And so at the end of the day, the decision making process needs to be yes or no not maybe, and it's okay if it's a no, because it just might mean not right now, right? It just might mean not right now, which means that that fortune in the follow-up is absolutely 100% true, because as you continue to follow up, that may turn into now is the time equals yes. (laughs) So I'll share with you one last story about how important it is for you to say Uh, in contact and to follow up. And you may be thinking, well, that's not really helping me to close the deal any faster because you're going to hear in this story the timeline that was involved. But I'm going to let you know that for everyone that takes this long, the others move much more fast or much more, much faster. Gosh, that's bad English. (laughs) So, So I want you to understand that when you have a process in place, you don't get attached to the outcome. Follow-up just becomes another tool in your tool belt for how you make sure that deals close. And as you continue to work through your process, the follow-up is going to ensure that you leave deals and opportunities on the table that could get closed. Because I'm going to tell you, a deal not closed is a deal not closed. And if you are able to follow up, even if it's in a week, two weeks to close them, I'm going to guarantee that's faster than what's happening for you right now. And it's simply because you're just not taking advantage of this one simple activity. So we will share this story that will close out this episode um, and, uh, and be able to help you to understand how important it is for you to maintain a practice around this particular activity. So one of my uh, beautiful clients who worked with me in my sales program the first time that it launched, uh, which is Sell With More Ease. She wanted to work with me for a long time. I just wasn't ready. She actually owns uh, multiple brick-and-mortar businesses, is a busy mom, uh, a sports mom. Her kids are involved heavily in different types of activities, and she also has an online business hashtag all the things. So for her, she knew that she was struggling with sales. But the timing just never worked out properly. She always had something else going on. Or, um, and she really ideally wanted to work with me one on one. But again, it just didn't work from a financial perspective, as well as from a timing perspective. And yet, at the end of the day, I kept in contact with her probably every month to two months, just checking in, just seeing what was happening with her life, what was going on with her business, if she was making any progress. And at the time, I didn't have a way for her to work with me outside of one-on-one. We had already identified that right now, it's not the right time, so it's totally fine. And I wanted to make sure that we were staying in contact. Well, the time that it was ready, for me to launch my sales program, it was almost a full year between the very first conversation that this woman and I had had. And by then, she was more than ready. She said, oh my goodness, thank you. Thank you for continuing to follow up with me. That I want you to hear that. She thanked me for not letting go of her, for not discounting our relationship or saying that because she didn't work with me yet or that she kept saying no, not yet, that I thought less of her as a human and that I was going to serve her any less and that I had dropped her like a hot potato like so many other coaches had done for her in years past. Instead, we had maintained that relationship. And so when I just said to her very informally, hey, my program's about to to be launched, At this point, I had nothing ready. I just said, hey, it's going to happen. Do you want in? Because I know that you've been wanting to work with me. This is what it looks like. Here's the structure. Here's the price point. Here's when we're planning to launch it. And she said, boom, done. I'm in. Where do I sign up? Uh, Thank you. Again, thank you for not letting go of me. Thank you for making sure that you thought of me. This is the perfect timing. This is exactly what I need. And as a result of her working with me in that program, instead of struggling to get sales calls and conversions from those calls, In her business she had had one call out of 44 that had said yes we immediately switched up her offer we uh, raised her price we changed the way that she was selling did it on a webinar and instead in one hour on a webinar she ended up getting three yeses and one more that came through as a follow-up so That is the power of follow-up. That is what you might be missing out on is the opportunity to not only just help your clients, but the ripple effect of helping your clients help more people because they have gotten the result with you. And I want to encourage you right now, if you're thinking, I just can't close any deals or the deals are taking a long time, go back and dissect these three things. Are you taking the time to really prepare? Do you have the pain points do you have follow-up? And I'm going to give you bonus one. Do you have a process? And if you don't have a process, join the wait list, right? Get, use my process because I guarantee you it will help move you forward faster with better results. Just use what I've already proven to be true. But at the end of the day, if you put together something for yourself, I know that it will help you move further faster. It just might take a little bit longer, but you will still be further ahead than where you are today simply by implementing one of the things we have discussed in today's episode. So I hope this was helpful. If you're using anything that I have shared today, hit me up on Instagram, shoot me over a DM, tag me in your stories at Susan McVeigh. I am super excited to hear from you um, because that's why I do this for you. And so I am so excited to hear what you're going to be implementing so that you can close more deals faster too, my friend. Thank you so much. And we will see you over in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.